Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Set your mind free with a free plan from Fidelity. Start by organizing your plan around what matters most to you. As you go, you'll be able to see your full financial picture, which covers spending, saving, debt, and goals in one simple view. Get started by visiting fidelity.com slash free plan. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSC SIPC. Hello again. This is Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Now recently, listener Lou wrote in and asked, how do I let go of guilt? She says, I feel guilty about everything, even things I haven't done. Now, Lou also notes that she was pretty horrible as a teenager and has not been able to forgive herself for being, as she says, so selfish and careless back then. But she also worries that she's equally awful now and just isn't aware of it, all of which leads her to feel, you guessed it, guilty. Okay, so what can Lou do and what can all of us do when we feel as guilty as a teenage boy with a freshly erased browser history? Well, this week, We'll dive into seven ways to finally let go of the guilt. So let's get right into it with tip number one. Remember the flip side of guilt. Now, guilt makes us feel lower than a worm's belly. But the fact that we can feel guilt is actually a good sign. Because guilt is a sign of empathy and a signal that we care about not hurting others. So in fact, at the University of British Columbia, a pair of researchers set out to determine the opposite of psychopathy, that is, being a psychopath, and found that a significant part of the answer is a tendency to feel guilt. Plus, a predisposition to guilt often goes together with honesty, cooperation, consideration, and conscientiousness, all good things that the researchers dubbed compassionate morality. So, for our listener Lou, the simple fact that she worries about being, quote, equally awful is a sign that she's not. Lou, if you were truly an awful person, you would not be worried about it. Now, tip number two is to right any wrongs. Of course, not all guilt is an illusion. If you feel guilty about a wrong you have not yet righted, go ahead and make amends. Yes, it is awkward to reach out. Yes, you will find a million reasons not to, but most likely, you'll be glad you did. If nothing else, a heartfelt apology and an offer to make things right will soothe your own conscience. Tip number three is challenge hindsight bias. All right, a lot of what the mental health world knows about guilt comes from research with combat veterans. War is rife with opportunities to feel guilty. Guilt about killing the enemy, guilt about enjoying killing the enemy, guilt about killing or displacing civilians, 
guilt over surviving when others died, guilt about violating the no man left behind creed, guilt over feeling disconnected or alienated after coming home, and more. But veterans' guilt, even if the circumstances are specialized, can apply to us all. Whether it's mommy guilt, Jewish guilt, Catholic guilt, liberal guilt, the list goes on. At the root of all this guilt lie four common thinking errors that are universal and often conspire to make us feel inappropriately guilty. So let's go through all four of them. And the first, as I mentioned, is hindsight bias, which is a mistaken belief that the outcome was known at the time of the decision. For example, in the military, a soldier might feel guilty about shooting someone who appeared to have a weapon but turned out to be unarmed. A more general example might be not being there for a friend who subsequently revealed themselves to be depressed. In any case, a surefire way to spot hindsight bias guilt is the phrase, I should have known. Okay, so what do you do in this situation? Well, you think honestly about what you actually knew at the time. Differentiate between I should have known and I wish I had known. So for instance, switch, I should have known she was depressed. Two, I wish I had known she was depressed, but I didn't know one way or the other. It's not a cop-out, it's the truth. Tip number four, challenge your assumptions of a lack of justification. Okay, so the second thinking error is called, quite simply, lack of justification. Here, we believe there was no good reason for the course of action we took, that we should have done better. So, for example, a veteran may feel guilty about shooting a suspect who ignored orders not to come any closer. Our listener, Lou, feels guilty for heinous behavior as an adolescent. Now, no matter the scenario, when we feel guilty about an outcome, it's often because of two things. First, we believe there must have been a path to a better outcome. And second, we think we had the resources required for the ideal outcome at the time even if we didn't. So to challenge these errors, think about the information, skills, and resources you had at the point where you made your decision. And this often leads to the realization that there was no good option. Our veteran's other option was not to shoot, which might have put her entire unit at risk. Lou's teenage behavior likely made sense, given her level of maturity at the time, or perhaps the family situation that surrounded her. Now that she's older, both are different. So to me, it sounds like Lou came out the other side with a strong conscience and a sense of wanting to do better, both commendable outcomes. So to sum this all up, don't hold the actions of the past to the standards, skills, maturity, and wisdom of today. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Set your mind free with a free plan from Fidelity. Start by organizing your plan around what matters most to you. 
As you go, you'll be able to see your full financial picture, which covers spending, saving, debt, and goals in one simple view. Get started by visiting fidelity.com slash free plan. Expenses charged by your investments and other costs and fees associated with trading or transacting in your account apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Okay, let's get back to letting go of guilt with tip number five. Challenge a sense of over-responsibility. Now, the third thinking error is a concept called over-responsibility, where we believe we were solely or mostly responsible for what occurred. Classic examples are when kids blame themselves for their parents fighting or rape survivors blame themselves for the assault. So to challenge this, ask yourself, who was acting inappropriately? In our examples, was it the child? Was it the assault survivor? No, of course not. Now, another way to challenge over-responsibility is to think of all the responsible factors. For example, you hear my voice right now not only because you were responsible for hitting play, but also because I recorded the podcast, the distributor uploaded it, your favorite podcast source carries it, your device is working, you have the opportunity to listen, and more. Same thing applies to guilt. When you feel solely responsible, dig a little deeper. And likely, there exist a host of reasons that all add up. Okay, tip number six. Challenge the thinking error of wrongdoing. All right, the fourth and final thinking error is that of wrongdoing. This is a belief that you purposely did something wrong or violated your values. So for example, one of my clients felt extraordinary guilt when, during a thunderstorm, she parked her parents' car under a tree branch that later fell and damaged the car. Now, to challenge the thinking error of wrongdoing, think about intent. Think about the difference between knowingly doing harm versus a bad outcome unfolding unintentionally. So a military example might include switching patrols with a buddy who was then injured on that patrol. Or a more mundane example might be recommending a restaurant where your friend contracts food poisoning. But often this is less clear cut. And sometimes we do find intent. We feel guilty for actual wrongdoing. We actually did spread a rumor about our ex. We actually did throw the intern under the bus at the meeting. Now, in this case, guilt is appropriate, but for the grief prone among us, it sometimes grows out of proportion. So in this case, think about the emotions involved, anger, hurt, or grief that might have fueled your action. Reflect on how much you've beat yourself up already and think about whether you deliberately do the action again. Now, remember, with any of these four challenges, hindsight, lack of justification, over-responsibility, and wrongdoing, the goal is not simply to say, it wasn't my fault. Instead, the four challenges help you put guilt-inducing behavior into context, feel some compassion for yourself, and move forward with your life. Finally, tip number seven is get older. 
This is the simplest solution. Four researchers at the University of Queensland found that negative self-conscious emotion, like guilt and shame, is felt less frequently as we get older. So if all else fails, just wait. Turns out that the travel agent in charge of your guilt trips will eventually retire. Thank you so much for making The Savvy Psychologist a part of your life. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week, and I will see you here next Friday for a happier, healthier mind. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. You don't need a lot of money to do more with it. Join Padma Lakshmi, Viola Davis, and Fidelity's Women Talk Money team during our free Women's History Month series as we get real about ways you can start planning and saving for the future you want so you can feel good about your money every step of the way. Save your seat today at fidelity.com slash WHM. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, member NYSE, SIPC.